Welcome to another episode of Sore Loser. I am your host, DeAndre Johnson, and we are here today still trying to make peace on the sudden death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and the seven other victims who family will dearly miss. And last night, we had six NBA games. All games, both teams under Kobe, with either a 24-second shot clock violation or a second backcourt violation. First game was my hometown team, Chicago Bulls. Bulls had beat the Spurs 110-109. Levine had delivered late, edging out DeMar DeRozan. Levine scored 13 of his 22 points in the fourth quarter, including two clutch foul shots with 2.1 seconds left. And the Bulls have won at the United Center. And I know that was an emotional day because you go sit here and arguably say the two best shooting guards of all time, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, love playing at the United Center. And for Zach Levine wearing number eight, that's something very special for him. As you could tell, growing up in California and going to UCLA that he always had admired Kobe Bryant. The Cleveland Cavaliers and the Detroit Pistons, they did something very special, particularly the Detroit Pistons, where each player had wore either the number eight or number 24 jersey with Kobe Bryant last name on the back of the jersey. So the Pistons under Kobe in that fashion. However, in this game, Cleveland had beat Detroit 115-100. to 100. Led by Colin Sexton with 23 points, Trish Thompson, 11 rebounds, and for Detroit, Richard Jackson, who just coming back from a back injury, led the Pistons with 16 points. The Magic and the Heat, Jimmy Butler, probably the biggest star who had played in this game, other than Luka Doncic, who I will get to soon. Bam Adebayo was a star of this game, being the Orlando Magic 113-92. Bam Adebayo had a triple-double. He had led Heat in rebounds and assists with 10 rebounds and 10 assists exactly, along with 20 points. Duncan Robinson, the second-year player out of Michigan, led the Heat with 21 points. Orlando Magic star Nikola Vucevic led with 13 points and 12 rebounds. And as far as Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler had a pretty nice game. He led the Team and field goal percentage went 7 for 11, 63%, 19 points, three, 3 rebounds, and 7 assists. Dallas Mavericks, led by Luka Doncic, Doncic scored 29 points to lead the Mavericks past the Thunder. Chris Paul did not play in this game, of course, as he mourned the death of Kobe Bryant. Mavericks won 107 to 97. For the uh, Mavericks, Dennis Schroeder, who got the start in place of Chris Paul, led the team with 21 points and eight and six assists. And DeLon Wright came off the bench with a great game, had 12 points, 12 rebounds, and four assists. The Kings and the Timberwolves probably was the best game of that night. The Kings rallied back 25 down in the fourth quarter, including a 17-point deficit with three minutes left. Buddy Hill in the fourth quarter has scored a career-high 20 points in the fourth quarter. Went perfect from the field. Six for six. 
five for five from three point line, three for three from the free throw line. Altogether, a career high, 42 points, including a key play by De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox was fouled with four seconds left. Kings was down by three. De'Aaron Fox had hit his first free throw. And the strategy that rarely works, De'Aaron Fox intentionally missed the free throw, hitting the rim, and the ball had bounced right back to him for the offensive rebound and he puts it in for a layup. That ties the game and sends the game to overtime. The Kings have prevailed and won 133-129. But it was a great effort by both teams, including a great effort by Andrew Wiggins, who I mentioned in the last podcast, somebody that reminded me of Kobe with the athletic ability and you know, the God-given gift. And he went out there and showed everybody what a potential superstar he can be. He led the team in points with 36 points. He went 13-21 for shooting, 7-11 for threes. He had hit his first six three-pointers. He also had nine rebounds and eight assists. He had an all-around complete game. And Carl Anthony Towns, the best player on that team, had 23 points, eight rebounds, and three assists. Then the last game of the night was the Houston Rockets on the road at Utah. And Eric Gordon, without the assistant from James Harden, who's out with a thigh injury, and Russell Westbrook, who do not play back-to-back games, Gordon took on the initiative to lead the Rockets to victory, 126-117 with a 50-point game. And that's just very special with Eric Gordon, who is known now as a streaky shooter. You don't know what you're going to get from him on a night-to-night basis. One night you may get 26 points. Another night you may just get 10 points. But Eric Gordon just came out there knowing that he was the number one option in this game. And, of course, you know, most players know that Kobe Bryant will want them to play in this game. And Eric Gordon took advantage of it with 50 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Daniel House had 21 points, 11 rebounds, and 5 steals in this game. While Donovan Mitchell, one of the best two guards in this game, he has 36 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, while his teammate Bojan Bogdanovic has scored 30 points. But the Rockets had edge. Utah Jazz. Also, exhibition game between the UConn women team versus the USA national basketball team. They had honored Hiana, Kobe Bryant's daughter. She was she was going to play for UConn. She wanted to play for UConn. That was her dream school. They honored her with a number two UConn jersey that they had beautifully laid on the chair, on the bench. <laughs> and the USA national team had beat the UConn women team 79 to 64. As Brianna Stewart, the former UConn legend, had returned in her first game since a Achilles tear from last April. She only scored three points, but it was good to see her back on the court. Other notes, 
around the league was Gordon Hayward. They asked him about his thoughts about Kobe Bryant, particularly the game where he defended Kobe Bryant majority of the time when Kobe Bryant scored 60 points in his last professional basketball game. And Hayward said he didn't give Kobe anything free in that finale, that it was all work that Kobe Bryant had put in. And that year, Utah Jazz was a playoff team. And for LeBron, LeBron wrote a long tweet, a long tweet stating his condolences and his gratitude for Kobe. And saying that Kobe Bryant legacy is his responsibility now to carry on. And it's just not just only for LeBron James, it's for everybody, all the NBA stars, especially if you play the shooting guard position. You know how important that position is, especially in today's NBA. And the work that Kobe had put in, modeling after Michael Jordan, all these two guards, particularly Eric Gordon, Andrew Wiggins, Buddy Hill, they played their heart out last night as a true shooting guard. And that's something I think we will see, not just going forward for the rest of this season, but for the future of the NBA. And I just want to just take the time just to, you know, just talk, put things in perspective about life. And I think that's what all of us been dealing with the past couple of days. And this death is bigger than Kobe Bryant. And I have stated that in my last podcast. This death is bigger than Kobe Bryant. It seemed like Kobe Bryant was used to make an example out of. To show us that we could go anytime. And we must live our life. Not only to the fullest. But also. In love. In love of. Being with each other and cherish every second with each other. And it's not about how much money you make, how much hard work and effort you put in, you know, to your career and doing all the right things. It's not it's not about that at all. It's all about appreciating each other. And I think in this world we do not appreciate each other like we should. Because we always look at Things on a business standpoint. What can you do for me? How can I benefit from you? And that's not appreciate each other at all. That's just seeing what 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 can we get from each other? What can what what can we always do? How can we benefit? Am I gonna be you know the heads or the tails? And I'd rather be the heads and not the tail. Yeah, we we just got a lot of things misinterpret in this lifetime. I think about my own mortality since I had turned the age of 28. When I turned 28 years old, 28 years old is the age my father was killed. And um, I've been going through it, you know, thinking, am I good enough? Have I been living my life like I'm supposed to be living my life? Am I trying to shortcut things? Am I pushing myself hard enough. I'm just having all these 
doubts in my mind that I'm just wasting my life and I have nothing to really show for and that, you know, doing this podcast, doing what I love, you know, sports and music, is that's a waste of time. Should I go out there and just be just like majority of people, just get a nine to five job just to provide, you know, food on the table, you know, for my family, keep a roof over my head. And all these things just like just going through my head, just like the majority of us. And I continue to forget that I don't have anything to prove. I'm already proven because God made me the way I am. And that's whole and complete. I am perfect in my own rights. And I think we spend a lot of time trying to prove not only to ourselves, but to everybody that either had doubts in us or had so much expectation in us. But we need to like take time to be in the moment and appreciate all things that's around us. All things are created by love. All things are created by love. And it's just, you know, it's it's very devastating because somebody like Kobe Bryant, who done a lot of right things and he was only getting better with time as a human being. He was only getting better. And Skip Bayless had hit it on here where he said Kobe Bryant they had no element of self-destruction going on in his life. He just elevated. And boom, this helicopter crash just came out of nowhere. And you sit here trying to think of, like, how can you explain this? What did Kobe do to deserve this? What did those eight other passengers, what did they do to deserve this? To go out this, to go out this way. And you cannot find an answer for it because the universe don't owe us anything. That's just the way it is. But what we need to continue to do, and I'm going to continue to stress, man, is continue to appreciate each other. I'm just having a hard time just, you know, trying to get out the house and trying to, like, you know, just do things. But I'm just looking at my own mortality, just thinking, like, man, I could just go any second. Of a, a freak accident. And that just, it happens every day in life. Every 10 seconds, somebody die. Every 10 seconds. And we don't know the, what the cause may be. But every 10 seconds, somebody die. And during that 10 seconds, another life is being born. That's life for you. I remember, I'm a very calculated person. I love math. I'm always keeping track of numbers. And I know that my dad, he lived exactly 28 years, six months, and nine days. I turned 28 years old on June 26th. When June, January 3rd had came around, and that was the 28 years, six months, and nine day mark for me. I sit here and think of just like surviving that day. That's how bad it was. Where I just wanted to like just survive that day. And eventually I did. I'm here today, right now, recording this podcast. But however, with this tragic event happening, it's just like I'm still not safe. I'm still not safe. 
but I gotta change my interpretation. We all have to change our interpretation when it comes to that. And you got something here saying like, what can I do to ensure myself that I have lived my life to the fullest? And through my faith, I don't have to do nothing, really. I'm not saying like I don't have to completely do not nothing, but I don't have to prove anything. Our job, our main job is to appreciate one another, no matter what. And show love to each other. Because yes, when you walk out that door and you kiss your family, not goodbye, but I see you later. You are expected to come home, but that is not reality as always. But you're expected to come home and you hope to come home to your family. Unfortunately, that was not the case for Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the seven other passengers. So it's very it's very hard right now for a lot of people because once again this is much bigger than Kobe. We're looking at our own mortality. I know the mother mentality, a lot of commentators, analysts, they talk about that a lot and in civil context the mother mentality is trying to push past your limits. And something just tell me though, like, you know, Kobe just pushed past his limit that day, trying to get his daughter, who he loved dearly, and her teammates and her friends and the other parents that were on that helicopter. They trying to push past through that fog and try to just get there to Thousand Oaks where they was gonna play Jason Terry AAU basketball team. And the helicopter ride was supposed to be between 20 to 30 minutes. And Kobe, of course, took, that's his means of transportation, taking helicopter to and from practice, to Lakers home games. He done it so many times in his life. Been doing it over 20 years. However, I don't know, God may gave him a conscience where he said, don't take that plane or take that helicopter today. Don't get on that helicopter today. And who knows, though, that, that mama mentality trying to, like, you know, push through it and try to, like, just get his daughter and her teammates and all the other parents to that basketball game. Safely, of course. And it just, just didn't work out. The way he hoped. Everybody's seen the fog. So it was not any surprise to the passengers on that helicopter or nor the pilot, let alone. Everybody's seen that big fog. Even the police department in that area, they were told to bring the helicopter down to um ground level because it was so foggy. So there's no way that they was not they was not aware of how bad the fog was and the condition of trying to fly, how much of a risk they were taking. There was no way they did not know that. The pilot nor somebody like Kobe Bryant who been flying helicopters for the majority of his career. 
for all of his career. And it's just sad. And sometimes, well, I'm trying, well, I'm really trying to say sometimes we're trying to do too much and trying to push ourselves past our limit. Because, yes, tomorrow's not promised. And, yes, you always want to reach your full potential, particularly while you're young, while you're able. But sometimes we just got to sit back and take a step back and not do nothing and just try to fight for another day, try to live for another day. And decide it's okay to, you know, take a step back, regroup, Get your thoughts together, get your mind right, and live for another day. So, as far as this Mamba mentality, what I took from it, and how I'm going to apply to my own career, I'm going to continue to put my ideas into action. I remember one commentator saying that Kobe Bryant, he used to have like an idea that will come up to him maybe 3 o'clock in the morning and he just had to get up and just write it down. And I'm still here thinking like, wow, I'm pretty much the same way. The only difference is that I don't write it down. I will try to like just keep it in mind, you know, whenever I get a chance to, you know, actually you know, work on new ideas. But however, that's something that I will probably will like, you know, take into my daily life. Just like when I have an idea, when I think of, you know, certain things that might be, you know, good for the podcast or good for my music or, you know, even just call my grandma or my mom and just tell them how I feel, you know, in that moment. And that's something that I really want to, you know, start doing. Because a lot of times we have ideas and we never really, like, write it down or put it into action. Because, you know, the lack of faith or we just look at it as just another thought. It doesn't really mean nothing. But it actually does mean something, especially if it just randomly pop up in your head. It actually means something. And Kobe Bryant did not, you know, take it for granted. He had an idea that was in his head. He'd pop up in that moment and just, you know, write it down. Then proceed with it, you know, the next day. So I'm not going to quit doing this podcast. I know that I have some areas to grow in. I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm not a professional by far means, but I can be um, going to like take more criticism, like constructive criticism. I'm not going to be hack or heckle because of what people may not like. I was um, watching Kings of Comedy last night and it was funny because <laughs> I was watching the late Bernie Mac, and all you guys who are very familiar with Bernie Mac, you know, he was a true comedian legend. And he, he was a Chicago legend, for sure. And he, he was just talking about just like, you know, just basically love yourself and, you know, just sick tired of people trying to tell you 
how to do certain things, how to talk a certain way, how to be politi politically correct. And, you know, that's, you got to enjoy people for who they are. And I know for me, especially, I have a different dialect. And that's nothing to be ashamed about, for sure. If you are from Chicago, you all know that our accent is much different, particularly black people from Chicago. You know, we stretch out our A's. That's how we pronounce our A's. We stretch it all out, you know, when it comes to our A's in um, words. And people from Kansas, Midwestern country people, have different dialect than Southern country people. And people from the West Coast have a different dialect, a different accent from people from the East Coast. And it doesn't matter. It's all love. It's all love. And that's all I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, that, you know, we just got to love each other for who we are and just embrace and appreciate that this person brought something different to the table and that person brought something different to the table. And it's all creation. And that's all we're supposed to do in this world. And Kobe Bryant, for sure, was nothing less of creation that's all to it ladies and gentlemen that's really all to it and i'm not going to shy my shy away from this sports industry nor the music industry i'm not going to shy away from it because i'm doing something that i really truly love and i hope that you guys do the same thing too and i'm not trying to really draw you out about this but you guys really need to hear it and you need to hear it as often as you can because you know, you cannot take life for granted. You got God-given gifts, and you have, you know, ambitions and things that you really, truly want to do in life. You must, by all means, go for it and not think about failure. And I swear to God, I think about grandma, my great-grandma, who's 86 years old. And she told me this for sure, that you're not a failure unless you stop trying. You're not a failure, and there's no such thing as failure unless you guys declare it. And I know I'm not a failure when it comes to this. So are you. You're not a failure at all in life. You continue to do what you do, which is continue to express love, show appreciation, and do what you love. It's all about love. It's all about love. That's my time, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad that you are listening to these podcasts. I'll continue to work and perfect on my craft. That's the only way that you can get better. All these haters out there, stop hating yourself. And that's real. Like the first, when you attack somebody, that attack was affected to you first. Somebody may tell you that. You're not good enough. You may tell yourself that you're not good enough. So therefore, you're projecting that same energy out there to others that may not have any type of effect on you. So I'm going to continue to do my thing. And no matter what people say, you know, the way I talk, the way I go about things, the way I do this podcast, I think I'm doing a good job. There's room for improvement. Of course, it is. Just like all people who've been working on their craft for years and years, they still doing new different things and improving 
on their shows, on their skills. I know, I know it kind of sounds repetitive, but that's something that we got to continue to continue to say and continue to say to each other and say to ourselves. Uh, thank you. You can find this podcast on Spotify. You can find it on Apple, on Anchor, on Google, Overcast, many different platforms. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Dre Media. And you can also find me on Facebook, DeAndre Johnson on Facebook. So thank you guys. You guys stay blessed. Stay humble and stay in peace. And trust me, you do not really have to try hard. You just have to just love what you're doing. And it will just come with ease. <laughs>